0: Center, and this is part four where I'm going to start talking about the four horses of the apocalypse and to open your mind that they might already be here that that seal has already been broken so there's been a misconception um, I believe in the body of Christ that These seals in Revelation 6 have to be opened all within seven years. And the Bible never says that. Um, The only really specific time is the week, of course, where the three and a half years, this half of the week, is going to be tribulation. Um, The first half of those seven years, the three and a half years that we're already in, It doesn't ever say that's when the seals have to be broken. Those could be happening at any time. So this is my understanding that if we need to open our minds because it's, again, the Lord came and nobody got it. And we're trying to get it. So I'm just putting it out there because I really love what I'm studying. Let's read Zechariah 6.1 this is where it first talks about those four horsemen which will end up being the, it's the prophecy of the four apocalyptic horsemen. So, uh, Zechariah 6, 1. Again, I lifted my eyes and saw behold, four chariots came out between two mountains and the mountains were made of bronze. The first chariot had red horses, the second black horses, the third white horses, and the fourth chariot dappled horses, all of them strong. Then I answered and said to the angel who talked with me, What are these, my lord? And the angel answered and said to me, These are going out to the four winds of heaven after presenting themselves before the Lord of all the earth. The chariots with the black horses go towards the north country, the white ones go after them, and the dappled ones go toward the south country. When the strong horses came out, they were impatient to go and patrol the earth. And he said, Go and patrol the earth. So they patrolled the earth. Then he said to me, Behold, those who go toward the north country have set my spirit at rest in the north country. Okay, so we get the picture of these four apocalyptic horsemen that are going to come out that are also in Revelation 6. In the first seal, when he opens the first seal, now, six Revelation 6-1. Now I watched when the Lamb opened one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures say with a voice like thunder, Come. And I looked, and behold, a white horse, just like Zachariah said, white horses, and its rider had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he came out conquering and to conquer. When he opened the second seal... I heard the second living creature say, Come. And out came another horse, bright red. And its rider was permitted to take peace from the earth so that people should slay one another. And he was given a great sword. And when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come. And I looked, and behold, a black horse. And its rider had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard what seemed to be a voice in the midst of four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius. And do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed with them. And they were given authority over a fourth of the earth, to kill with sword and with famine and with pestilence, and by wild beasts of the earth. So, in my okay, you know, I had the uh, prophecy of nine eleven, and the sudden death that would hit the stock market. Judgment against our nation had to do with Islam. Um, was two thousand one and. In my nephew's research, which you can download his uh PDF it's on his website, I'll give you the whole info, like I said, his studies are making sense with my vision, so that's why I'm really into watching this um the prophetic words that he has okay, so um. The first four seals were possibly opened on 9 11. Um, this was also discovered by Michael Rude. You can look at his website, A Rude Awakening. Um, and I think it's pretty interesting. And I may not get through all four horses right now, but I'm just going to kind of read some of the notes I have. So we know at that time, the two mountains of brass, or the Twin Towers, came down. Now, Zechariah's prophecy, 6, 1 through 8, um, said that there will be two mountains. He saw two mountains of brass come down, right? So where were we? Zechariah, let me make sure I'm not misleading. 6, and I lifted my eyes and saw behold, four chariots came out, from between two mountains and the mountains were made of bronze so those two mountains um, which there is uh, okay so the Hebrew word used in Zechariah 6 is nekoseth nekoseth which literally means copper but it can mean any metal alloy So. The word is sometimes translated as steel, um, but steel and bronze are both man-made metals that naturally occur in nature and not as much known in the ancient world. So Zechariah was seeing something that was made of bronze or an ally or steel, something man-made. So there's more information on this. It's really cool if you want to read it. So if Zechariah had seen the two World Trade Centers in his vision, they would have appeared like metal mountains to him, especially if they collapsed into a mountain of rubble. And it would have been difficult for him to distinguish the precise metal that they were made from, since there were no metal buildings in Zechariah's day. From between these two mountains of alloys alloyed metal. Zachariah saw four spirits on four chariots right out across the earth. But if those were the four apocalyptic horsemen that Zachariah prophesied of and prophesied Revelation 6, then the seals were open on that day. So the white horse has a crown and a bow and goes out with the purpose of conquering. The red horse goes out with a sword for the purpose of war and to remove peace from the earth. The rider on the black horse went with a pair of scales in his hand for the purpose of economic crisis. And the rider on the sickly colored horse was Death, who went to one-fourth of the land area of the earth to bring death by sword, hunger, and beasts of the earth. Um. disease carried by animals and stuff. So if you look at it this way, on September 11, 2001 was the start of World War III. But in order not to scare the masses, it was called by George Bush at the time, Global War on Terror, instead of World War on Terror. By changing the World War into a global world, global war, it didn't sound as menacing. Um, but it was the goal of Osama bin Laden and Islamic terrorist organizations, which, of course, I believe there were some not good people behind that as well. I do believe there was a conspiracy to promote jihad and the Islamic terrorists. They started a war at that day against the nations of the world. And almost every single day since September 11, there has been a terrorist attack somewhere in the world, whether a suicide bombing, knife attack, shooting, car attack, etc. So this World War on Terror that America entered on September 11, 2001, is the longest war America has ever fought, and it is still not over even to this day. So... The other part of World War III is Gone in the Shadows. Um, The World War on Terror has given the perfect opportunity for nations and governments to fight against each other without direct conflict. So that I can discuss in each of the horses, each of the seals. They all tie together as the spirits ride out, opening the four seals in Revelation, and the same four spirits that rode out that day with the man-made mountains of bronze. They all are means of warfare and which have been used throughout history and they are all working in different parts. Each of these horses, each of these seals that the Lord opened is working in parts of the world to accomplish His task. What the Lord's task is. So you can see that if you look at it this way it's later than we think, and some of us are waiting for those four apocalyptic horsemen to come and those four seals when we've already been in this for 18, well, 17 years. We've already been in this for 17 years. Now, I feel this. This resonates with my spirit. Um, the world's never been the same since then. It's moved around. The war has moved around from place to place. But it's always the same. We're fighting the same terrorists. We're fighting the same uh, principality. So now I see behind the scenes. And that's what I, my gift is. And oftentimes a forerunner. So like I said before in our 101 talks, there's only one battle going on. God versus Satan. There's only one battle between people, it's the people of Israel and the Christians against um, those that are not going to be Christians or of Israel. And the spiritual forces behind those are satanic, that behind the war, so Satan's spirit wants to kill the people of God the people of Israel and those that have been grafted in. That's basically the war. So Satan's demons and his spirits, they move around. They were in Hitler, right? They were in Hitler and everyone who was with Hitler were being moved by those dark forces. So those forces are still around. They're the same demons that were around when Jesus came that wanted to kill him and he cast out so those demons, those principalities. They're the same principalities that um, Daniel fought against with um, when he was fighting the prince of Persia, and no, when he was needing the help from the archangel, and he said, "I'm sorry, I'm late. I was fighting the prince of Persia." Like these spiritual forces are all waging war against each other, and then they cause men, real men, like so the principalities of satan were inhabiting hitler to kill the jews and these principalities had to go somewhere so they had to go of course i believe they're in the radical extremists of islam but they're also with those that are siding with them who the lord knows who they are and also other countries that will band together um, to form this this beast So I'm going to break up the horses because it's a lot to cover in one setting. Um, But if you could open your mind that that four seals may have already happened, that will really help you to get in the mindset that we might be closer than we think, which is awesome. You know, um, I can't wait. I just don't want to go through the hard stuff. But... I love to know and pay attention. It makes me feel really, really happy that the Lord would give me the, um, inside, inside information so um, I could be prepared. So I hope it blesses you too. First horse of the Apocalypse that I believe was already released in 2001 at 9-11. Um, And this is the reasoning behind it. I'll be reading to you some of uh, a prophetic countdown from Calculating the Last Seven that you can download and find on my link below. So if that's true and the first seal was broken with the white horse, um, the rider on the white horse has a bow and a crown, and he rides to the land of the north to conquer and overcome. That's what it says in Revelation 6. The rider on the white horse is political warfare, and this is all about overcoming the political realm with government of nation itself, um, which can be fought through mobs. Think of mob rule, or peaceful protests, or um, attempting to influence people and meddle in elections with uh, internet and stuff like that. So. Um, there's a lot of great information in this download. Uh, I encourage you to get it, uh, but it makes a lot of sense, so nothing's very felt very peaceful since 9-11. Um, the thought that we're already in World War III makes a lot of sense to me because it does seem like it's not been peaceful and it's scary and uh, there's little wars and stuff going on everywhere. So the day that that white horse rode out on September 11, 2001 for the political warfare was only the beginning of the fulfillment of the opening of the first seal. So I believe that too. It's been going on. It has continued every day from that day to this and will culminate in the rise of the anti messiah the little horn who will also take power according to Daniel 11 through political warfare and through flatteries and deceit. And he will take over the government of a small nation from which he will begin his rule. But this writer goes out to the north, north of the land of Israel, concentrating the efforts of political warfare in the continents of Europe, Asia, and North America, but primarily centered in Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. So that makes a lot of sense to me. And if you follow uh, the news and follow um, the the web, also the free news, then you can know that there's um, these things have been happening. So the second, now the little horn, okay, it's in continue every day until it culminates with the anti the little horn. So remember I had the vision of the beast of the sea coming out of, the sea to New York City and at that time the little horn I believe was Iran and speaking blasphemies against Israel at the United Nations in 2006 so it may not be Iran but it's a picture of it if it's that little horn is definitely gonna wanna annihilate Israel that's gonna be their main agenda just like Hitler so the second horse, the red horse, in the seals of the apocalypse, the second seal, the red horse with the great sword rides out to and fro from across the earth, removing peace. The rider on the red horse is a traditional military warfarer and fought with traditional forms of war like terrorist attacks and things like that. So the spirit goes across the earth removing peace. So all of us know that since 9-11 we, we're always like on edge, right? There could be a bombing at the Boston Marathon. There could be the bombing in Paris. Um There's suicide bombs all the time going off in Israel. So it's it's been kind of all over the place. So this course, this war has been going on all over the place since 9-11, and it hasn't stopped. Um, So nations have been, you know, rallying and proxying themselves with other nations. Um, Lots more information in the download. Um, So this conflict has been going on, and that makes so much sense to me. I mean, the warfare has been going on like it really, we really are in a war. It's just been fought over here, and now it's over here, and now it's in Syria, and now it's in Iraq, and now it's in Afghanistan. But we're fighting the same war. So um, anyway, so every single day from September 11th to this day has been a constant war being fought somewhere on the planet. But this World War III fight has only been setting the stage for when the anti-Messiah will ultimately come on the scene after raging political war and begin the military part of his conquest to take over the world as God. It is simply getting everything in place for the military warfare part of the anti-Messiah strategy as recorded in Daniel 7 and 11. From the day of September 11 to this day, Every single day has been a fulfillment of the second seal and it will continue to be fulfilled until the rising of the Anti and the end of the Anti has come. So in a way that's kind of good. It's giving us a picture, more of a picture of the Anti Messiah. Um, you know, terror and bombing and we, you know, we have to like always be scared and paying attention of uh, And always, of course, against Israel, like poor Israel every other day, you know, we're going to nuke you. And um, God has his plan, you know, he's got his plan and you got to understand Israel or you're not going to understand what's going on in the last days. Uh, God still has a literal plan for the people and he chose them. So the rider on the black horse uh, is the third seal and that, uh, we believe, also came on 9-11. And that was to bring economic instability and financial collapse. So the rider on the black horse is economic warfare. Um, so there's nothing new about this. That uh, The rider went out specifically um, in the north. So um, in the Northern Hemisphere, so Russia, China, Europe, Turkey, America have all played roles in this and felt the effects of it. Um, all this economic warfare since September 11th has been setting the stage for the anti own economic war that he will rage in Revelation 13. Um, the economic war, the anti rage, will be more ingenious than anything before. He will wage war against and collapse the global economic system and then put in place a new economic system, a system which he promises will never collapse again. And um, you can see the war. I mean, uh, we're trying to strengthen our own economies. Uh, there's all the sanctions and all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff I didn't understand. But um, uh, when the Antichrist comes, he will want to put this system in place and it will appear to be a stronger system and a system which we will implement across his empire in complete control by requiring that everyone who uses the economy of the empire to take the mark and give their allegiance to himself as God. From September 11 to this day, the third seal has continued to be fulfilled. And we'll continue to be fulfilled every day until the anti messiah comes. So we are not going to take that mark of the beast in the forehead or the arm. So to be prepared, uh, we want to start to understand how we're going to live during those three and a half years. And I'll do a talk on that about the woman that's taken into the wilderness Um but just to kind of get your mind open, um, think of uh, the gold and silver is the Lord's. The Lord says that the the gold is mine and the silver is mine. So there could be a returning to the gold standard. Um, there also is the goods are always good. Like whenever, if you research anything on um, the depression or Anything there's goods that can always be bartered, um, so that's a thing. You can also think about being sustainable, about growing your own food, and it seems overwhelming, especially if you're totally living on the world system, because it'll be very deceptive, even to fool the elect. The Bible says so. You know, the same time I side is very charismatic and and. You know, well, we should just do it. Well, we shouldn't do it. So, more on that. Okay, so the fourth rider came out on the speckled horse, uh, the sickly speckled horse with the word Hades and death, uh, the fourth seal, um, out to the south of the earth to bring death by sword, famine, natural deaths, and wild beasts, possibly bringing disease. So since September 11th, if we look at most of the famines on the Earth, they've been centered in south of Israel, in Africa and Yemen. And um, in David Wilkerson's vision in 1973, he saw all of the famine in the world centered in Africa and southern Asia in the south. Um, Iran also is experiencing a partial famine today. so there's been um, climate conditions for this. There's also been economic reasons. Um, animals have been sick. So there's been the Ebola, Zika, HIV, HIV and AIDS. But this famine is limited to a fourth of the Earth. So there can't be more than a fourth. And that is different from later on when a third of the Earth is destroyed with the, um, you know, the last seals and the uh, nuclear war and stuff like that. So, um, that makes sense to me that this horse already went out. Uh, There's a publication by David Wilkerson called The Vision and Beyond, and you can find that in this download. First four seals on the scroll are simply setting the stage and creating the condition for the world to be taken over by the anti-Messiah, which is God's will. He's he wrote this and it's his will. This isn't like this guy is not in control, this beast system. God is in control and he's setting it all up for his purposes and his judgments and his ultimate taking back of the earth. They are the way the world has fought. These have been fighting, these have been going on uh, at the same time. Uh, I believe the fifth seal has been open as well and that I will talk to in another one. Um, but these seals having been opened makes sense to me that we all have been in a war. We have been in a World War III for the last seventeen years, and um, it will be at this point that the world is ready to listen to an anti-messiah with great words, telling them that we don't need a messiah, of setting up the system that we don't need the Lord. So everyone who needs the Lord, they're gonna be ridiculed and persecuted and beheaded and all that stuff because you know but I'm professing the Lord Jesus Christ and I will always profess him he saved my life he saved my life he literally sucked demonic creatures off of my body when I had severe eating disorders and depression and he gave me joy in my heart he gave me peace and it gave me joy in my heart. So with my last breath, I will profess Jesus, the Messiah of Israel, the Mashiach, the one whom Israel is waiting for. And he will give me the strength. And he will give you the strength. We will be strengthened. I believe he is strengthening the covenant with us already since September twenty third, 2017. And he's sealing us, sealing the bride. So be encouraged. Uh, when you're weak, he is strong. And thank you for listening about these. Please download the PDF. It's so much great information and so many, many great links to other amazing prophetic people. Um, it's amazing to me that God uses us, just these little people, you know, and some more than others. Uh, But it is his body. The body of the Lord is really here. He's really here. And um, it's an invisible structure. We're an invisible house of his. And it's it's super exciting. So until next time, uh, read the word.